I think in marketing, we're often swept up by the hype of yeah, Guru, Brian Halligan says this, we should be looking at this. But actually, I reckon as a consultant, working with a lot of businesses, you see many businesses don't have the basics right. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing. Brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to Inbound Buzz. I'm your host, Moby Sadiq, and you're listening to episode number 45. Man, what a year, right? Almost to a close. I hope it's been fruitful for you on both a professional and personal level. We'll be back to my regular interview format from next week, but my last interview for the year, and probably until mid-Jan, to be honest, until some of our guests come back, um, could not have come at a better time, and I really could not have picked a better guest, and I mean that. Few people I'm awed by the way I'm awed by Dave Chaffee. Apart from being a very personally important interview for me, and you'll soon see why, Dave is a guy who has predicted almost every wave in digital marketing for almost 10 years. He's extremely pragmatic and realistic, and he's trained countless successful digital marketers, including yours truly. You're in for a very special one, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Chaffee. If you truly want to be a strategic digital marketer, then there is no better person to listen to than Dave Chaffee from Smart Insights himself. No exaggeration, people. This is a claim I can stake my career on. As a virtual disciple of Smart Insights for many, many years, it's my pleasure to welcome on the show, Mr. Dave Chaffee. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome, Obi, and uh, thanks for those kind comments uh, there. I, I hope in the in the discussion uh, we can pass on some of the insights which have helped you in your career. That's, yeah, uh, that's good to hear. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, you know, thanks again for coming on. Something that I haven't shared with you before, and I wanted to do here is many many years ago when I created my very first digital marketing strategy on client side. I picked up a subscription to Smart Insights, and I look, I already had a traditional marketing background, but and I downloaded your uh, Sostack template, created my first digital strategy that was so successful, I managed to grow and control a budget of a million dollars. Fantastic. So every time, and you don't know this until now, but every time I talk about strategic marketing, people are like, oh, how can I do what you're doing? I'm like, you know what? You've got to check out Smart Insights. No word of a lie. So yeah, Great. there you go. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah, it's nice for me as a, a consultant. I, I've been working in digital since the mid '90s, actually, and published uh, the first books on internet marketing, as we used to call it back then, internet strategy. And uh, they've been used around the world in universities and qualifications. And I know uh, uh, in 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 Australia and Asia Pacific and worldwide. And, and it's been nice to transfer that online. With Smart Insights, uh, we, we actually have paying members uh, with, with subscriptions in more than 100 countries uh, now, and it's it's quite humbling to think that uh, that, that there's those success stories uh, where, where people are applying my consulting techniques, and uh, yeah, that that's supporting their careers and their their business. Great stuff. Awesome, awesome. Well, it works. And look, why don't you go on just a little bit there, just a quick, you've already touched on a quick background and a little bit more about what Smart Insights actually is for the folks who don't know. Yeah, of course. We're, we're, uh, we're all about helping businesses grow through a strategic approach. Uh, obviously, online, we're not short of advice and content specifically on, on marketing. But what we find is that it covers the uh, 
often covers the tactics. So, you know, 10 tips for, for Facebook or how to get better response from your emails. Uh, what we find is that most businesses still don't have an overall digital marketing strategy that joins up with the dots, all the channels and helps people on the right customer journeys, getting the right content in front of them. Uh, so that's what we, we uh, provide with our uh, strategic advice. And you mentioned one um, well, one aspect of that, so we, we provide frameworks. One of them is, is Sostack, which you found useful. And I'd really recommend uh, that the guys listening in check that out. That's not actually a framework uh, that I developed. It was originally developed by a guy here in the UK called uh, PR Smith. Mm. And uh, it's, it's a great framework because you can actually apply it not just to digital marketing, which is, is where I focus, but also to more general marketing and business strategy plans. The great thing about Sostack is uh, everyone gets it. If you're a consultant or an agency or uh, you're presenting to colleagues, uh, it's it's very clear. So uh, in brief, it's situation, where are we now? Uh, Objectives, where do we need to get to? Strategy, how are we going to get there? The tactics, which will support the strategy, and then the actions and the control, uh, actually making it happen through the uh, the different project planning and uh, task management, and then of course using, if it's online, using analytics uh, to make sure you're on you're you're, you're on target. So uh, so a really strong framework. Uh, we, with Smart Insights, we've we've actually got a specific framework for digital marketing, uh, race planning. And that's all about developing reach, interactions, conversions and customer engagement online. And what we do with Smart Insights is we provide a lot of toolkits which cover actually all the channels to to help grow your business. So uh, we we have, of course, a strategy, uh, digital transformation toolkit, but we do go into uh, the, uh, the, the, the different channels with toolkits on SEO, AdWords, email marketing, social media, content marketing, and so on. So we, we really try to be a, a one-stop shop uh, so that people don't have to waste their time uh, surfing the web. And, you know, there, there's, there's great content out there, but there's also a lot of crap content. And uh, we, we, we try and provide that filter and that quality so uh, mm. so, so, so people can learn from our templates. And often it, it's not just guides. I think what members find useful for us, it's uh, we provide, say, Word documents and uh, and PowerPoints where people, they don't start with a, uh, a blank piece of paper. You've got the structure, you've got the examples, so it's more filling in the gaps. So everyone's short on time and so we help them save time and grow their business as well Mm, i love it i love it and i love how you touched on the tactical channel components as well you pretty much uh, answered my next question which was i'm a firm believer of the stuff that's in the textbooks of 50 years ago will still be relevant in Uh 50 years right it's the tactics i mean it's, they're immensely important. It's our jobs to know what these are, but it's the strategy that dictates those tactics. So uh, it's funny, a year ago in Jan, I did a presentation, no, sorry, in December, actually, I did a presentation in front of about 150 marketers and I quoted a statistic you had, and I think it was um, 50% of marketers still don't have a documented strategy. I mean, that's right. We're a year since I've said that, but quoting your data, has that changed? That's a real interesting question. Yeah, that's that's right. It's you would expect it to change, but we we've actually been asking on the site and through uh, we, we publish research reports uh, as well, where we will go out for an email and we'll survey people around the world, and the needle's not really budging. It's uh, I think it's a mindset and a culture in many companies that you. Uh, 
that they just can't make a strategy happen. And the mm. thing is, it doesn't need to be that difficult. Um, you know, people might think of like 30 or 50 page plans, but you don't need that. You, For me, you just need a one page summary of where your your, your focus is. And it doesn't even have to be for the, uh, the full year ahead. So uh, some of our resources are around 90 day planning. And, and that's just about giving you uh, a focus and a strategy of how you'll grow in the year ahead. So we, we, we practice what we preach at Smart Insights. So with our 90 day plans, for example, we'll be looking at our SEO tactics over the next um, the, the, the next quarter or we'll be looking at conversion rate optimization will be if you go on our homepage at the moment, for example, you'll see a, we've got a structured test running where one of the tests is having a video explainer of uh, what we offer. Another one is um, more of a cartoon based uh, visual talking about this, uh, what I said earlier about about wasting time. So there's there's strategy at, at, at different levels, of course. And um, I think I'm a firm believer that no matter the size of the business, you should uh, select the right sort of strategy that, that, that sorts you. And that might be a more uh, short term strategy, or it might just be um, uh, overall, say, for digital marketing, or it might be just focusing in on one area like content marketing. And rather than just doing random, uh, you know, posting up blog posts, uh, uh, working with partners in a, an unstructured way, just uh, just having a plan of what you want to achieve, how many visits, conversions you're looking for, um, and, and then how you're going to tackle that. Because it's the same if you go into the the channels like content marketing, SEO, social media people don't tend to have a strategy for those either and you, you're so right that you do need that overall strategy but with digital the devil's in the detail you know we, we to take an example again from ourselves we get um around a million page views a month and of those around 80 percent are from seo and that's because we have an seo strategy and we you know we, we look very carefully at what the best practices are what the, the latest changes google have um, on, on, on say mobile, we've just implemented AMP pages. Mm. So a, a strategy allows you to focus where, where it matters. We, we, we could probably spend a lot more time on social media, but I don't think it would give us the, uh, the, the returns that, that, uh, organic search does. Yeah. Yeah. That bang for that buck. So Dave, um, you know, you, you kind of do this every year. You talk about 2017, you know, everyone's getting excited about 2017 and there's webinars and blog posts and, That's right. um, you know, we did an episode on SEO trends that will dominate in 2016, uh, sorry, 2017, that went very well. But just looking at 2016, before we get to next year, what have you seen the winners do so well? Yeah, it, it's, it's similar to actually to that, um, Everyone loves to predict the future. And, and like you say, there's a lot of interest uh, from bloggers and people in businesses putting together their plan, you know, what, what's going to happen in the year ahead. But actually, if you look at what what really works, it doesn't uh, at a top level, it doesn't actually change that that much. And I'm able to say that because one of the uh, things that we do, actually, it's a sort of regular a uh, piece of evergreen content we update each year. So around September, we start saying, you know, what's going to be important for you and your business in the year ahead? And we, what we say is just choose one top level uh, technique from digital marketing that will will work. And we, we don't say the one necessarily that's going to, um, that will 
drive the most leads or the sales, we say, choose the technique which you think is going to give you the biggest growth point. So the incremental growth on leads and sales. And uh, what, what we found um, for 2017, I've, I've just done an update this week, actually, of, of, of this. So um, we got around 2000 responses from readers on the blog. And, and of the, the 10 areas or so we looked at, the top three were in order content marketing, then big data <laughs> and marketing automation and, and email was third. And actually, the orders of those will change from year to year, but the top contenders are more or less there. Um, mobile, I think, slipped down. If, a couple of years ago, mobile was more important in that people didn't have a mobile responsive site and they wanted to work on that in the year ahead. Um, but now people mostly their their mobile web, email, getting mobile SEO to work for them. I think a lot of people have got that wired now. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. It's the, you know what should be on that list is actually doing it. <laughs> you know, like if, <laughs> they're not really changing around that much. And yeah, fantastic. I've got that article as well. Um, fantastic article. I'll share that in the show notes as well. You talk about these mega trends. Um, yeah, and, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I've, a couple of them I, I really wanted to talk to you about. So um, one mm. of the joys of being a podcaster, you can actually ask the writers that you you know that you read questions <laughs> like this so my, my first one was around you just mentioned mobile right and it's been the year of the mobile for the past five years that's right you've touched on it but where do you see this you know are people now resting on their laurels a little bit and said you know we've got a mobile side but is there other mega trends in mobile that you see that we should be aware of and, and should be planning and, and you know executing towards yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one for me because I think uh, we're all so busy that we've got to simplify. And I think marketers and often senior managers, perhaps they've got, um, rather than the guys on the ground doing it, they've got like a, a, a tick box mentality. So it's like, oh, yeah, we've got a mobile responsive site now, tick box. Google says that that will work, work fine. And, and you know that that's that's done let's move on to something else but to me mobile is is, is actually a huge challenge because it's um google i think doesn't actually help here because they talk about a mobile first approach and you know that that is their strategy and their mantra and they're repeating it all the time but if you look at most businesses it's, it's still actually uh, a 50 50 split and it's not the case that most people visit a site uh, that are interested in a product and convert. They'll actually come back several times and they'll perhaps browse on mobile. They'll go on desktop. They'll go back on mobile. So it's very much um, it's what Comscore call uh, a multi-channel majority. Most people are on mobile, tablet and smartphone. So you have to make the, the journeys work across all of those. And when you're thinking of your conversion optimization, run separate tests for mobile and desktop, because I think one of the um, good things about mobile is it's it's kind of forced designers to to simplify the style of sites, and uh, Google have done this them, them themselves. So these metro type type designs, much cleaner, less text with the bars as you scroll down, and that, that that's all good on smartphone. But if you look at desktop, it may mean that you've not got the right calls to action or different sorts of content um, in the right place to have the best impact. So for me, it's this mobile and multi-channel conversion optimization that 
that businesses need to be looking at. And uh, another approach, as well as doing the conversion rate optimization, running tests, we use convert.com, for example, many businesses use Optimizely, or, and Google's got new new te- A-B test tools coming out. Um, the, the other approach that people will use is adaptive web design, which says, let's serve different content for the people on mobile, um, different content on, on desktop. And if mm. you guys want to check out an example of what that means, you could, we probably, wherever you're based, probably if you go along to your airline site, um, so in Europe, Lufthansa is a good example, you'll see the content on mobile is what you'd be more likely to use in the context of um, going to the airport or at the airport, whereas the desktop is more about planning the, uh, the, the, the trip as a whole. Uh, another example would be um, from in the UK is AO.com. Uh, and th- this is a, w- one of our fastest growing uh, retailers who, who sell electronics, TVs, fridges, that, that sort of thing. And if you go to the AO.com um, on your smartphone and then on the desktop, you'll see a completely different experience in terms of they don't try and cram too much onto the, mo- onto the smartphone version. But on desktop, you'll see they explain their proposition nicely. They'll integrate mobile differently. Mm. So f- for me, that's that's really where that's where we should be thinking. But actually, businesses like Google with their mobile first mantra don't actually help that because they're they're, they're, they're oversimplifying it. Oh, does, I, does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, the other mega trend you spoke about in the article was messaging. And uh-huh. you know, to, to I guess you know maybe related point AI as well. So what are your thoughts on that? And I, I found it very curious because I don't know if you went to Inbound this year, but uh, Brian Halligan, that was a, a big theme that he spoke about as well. So I was curious to get your thoughts on messaging and AI. So yeah, you know they're they're a huge uh, Martech vendor. So if they're looking at it, and Brian's saying that we should take it seriously. And I've heard TechCrunch saying that machine learning and AI and specifically, I think, chatbots, they were saying, is is one of the big uh, trends of 2016. And I I, I wouldn't um, disagree with what he's saying. And uh, yeah, machine learning, I think, is larger businesses, again, should definitely be looking at this. But I think in marketing, we're often swept up by the hype of, you know, yeah, Guru Brian Halligan says this, we should be looking at this. But actually, I reckon as a consultant, working with a lot of businesses, doing a lot of training workshops, you see many businesses don't have the basics right. Mm. So machine learning just isn't relevant at all until you've got your, your basic marketing automation uh, nailed. So you're able to, uh, you know, for example, send a welcome sequence with dynamic content for different audiences. So you've got tailored messages and content. You're nurturing people through to sale and then your customers are getting those dynamic messages. And when we research adoption of marketing automation, we find that a third of businesses aren't using it at all. Another third are just very early days. They're they're virtually using marketing automation just to send out newsletters and standard uh, campaign emails without any tailoring. So it's it's one thing over the years kind of bugged me that there's all these hype, these hype um, but you know people have been talking about AI and machine learning for a long time. And sure, Facebook and Google are using it in their algorithms, but for your average small or medium business, is it really going to make a huge difference? I don't. I, I don't think so. I, I think probably the only area 
that all businesses should be looking at is, is in terms of customer service and support and can you use chatbots but actually there's a lot of uh, help systems available we use help scout um, one of the night interesting up and coming tools is intercom which is making customer service and support more interactive i'm seeing that being adopted a lot but re really until people have got their, their their basic marketing automation right then they can start looking at predictive analytics and how you can um, sort of automatically uh, recommend the next best product, the next um, the next best uh, email to send out. Personalization may be a bit different there because I think previously personalization tools uh, have been quite rule based. So someone's seen this product, so we're going to recommend that related product. Um, but companies like Episerver are building in machine learning into their algorithms. So if you're if you're adopting that solution, just as an example, then you will benefit from machine learning. But it's not something that you've had to work on within your company. Mm -hmm. Did you see it that way as as well, Moby, that it's a bit overhyped? Or are you as you're talking to your clients, are you looking at options for deploying it? You know, it's interesting. You've got AI, but then you've got something that's probably a little bit closer, like VR, mm -hmm. a lot of clients get a little bit excited about. But, I mean, you know, 50% of them need to get their strategies right, and the other 50% probably need to get their content strategy right. So, if I'm honest, one of the biggest problems we see is people don't actually have a value proposition that, that yes. is dictated by who their personas are, and then a subsequent strategy. It's interesting to get your pragmatic approach on that. I definitely agree. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fundamentals. Yeah, so many businesses I work with, they might, yeah, they, they don't actually know their customers well enough to, to offer a great, a great proposition which will help them compete in the market, or, or, or it's very scattered. So maybe someone in um, the digital team might have worked on personas, but someone who, who works more offline they've done their own thing as well and again it's it, it's it's not joined up and that, that's why I love to use a data-driven approach that's what we're about is using your Google Analytics to understand the customer journeys which content works which messaging appeals and then testing it through these CRO um, tools because we're, we're at the moment we're actually effectively uh, we're testing on our homepage our brand proposition and we're looking at different brand styles to see which which resonate with the, uh, the the audience. So it's mm. it's not machine learning, but it's it's something that you need to get right first, like you say. I, I sort of touched on messaging before, and that's something that you know brands, you know, like Intercom is a great one. I definitely recommend Intercom. But you know, messaging apps, for instance, like you know Facebook and WhatsApp. What can mm -hmm. brands do about that? Because now they have to get used to, as opposed to just trying to push, push, push. They have to come to terms mm -hmm. with having these conversations. So what can they do That's with right. these apps to market? And is there a push there? Yeah, I, I think uh, that there's a certain scale where they become uh, important uh, because you could say, if you're being devil's advocate, that a lot of customer service is still web self-service through FAQ and knowledge bases or email systems. Um, so it's only when you're getting to the level of thousands or tens of thousands of questions that you're getting through Facebook or already that you should be looking at messaging apps that integrate with with Facebook. So Facebook's got its messenger API and, and absolutely larger brands um, and the customer service teams in particular should be looking at, at those. I think 
it's interesting to look at whether it is just customer service or whether it's so whether it's supporting existing customers better or whether it's actually winning new business i think i'm not that excited about it because i think it's main, mainly customer service but there's some interesting examples and trials so one of the ones that um i've seen that looks cool is where um i think it's higher hotels in the states they've they've hooked in with the api into facebook messenger and they've got a picture you know a story of this guy in the cab and he's in his cab and he's messaging book me a you know book me a room for a particular date and um and you know it goes through and you know get, gets a great deal but to me why not use i i'd be actually happier using a price comparison site like booking.com and just you know using it that way so i'm not sure there's this um utility there mm. um and it, it's this thing it might be cool and it's you know it's amazing compared to what we could do five five years ago um but is it going to transform your 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 revenue I, I i'm not sure work on the uh work on the, the the channels to drive visits as you said talk on the the messaging and talk work on the branding to make yourself um more, more appealing mm, i like that approach very nice um the last sort of trend i want to talk about then then you know if, if we have time i'm happy for you to expound on others but where do you see search going right seo has been such a it's really funny. SEO used to be a science, but now it's more of an art form in, in sort of my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm curious to sort of see, and I know you guys have a fantastic SEO strategy. Where do you see it moving in 2017? Yeah, I think it, it goes back to what we said about content marketing being one of the main areas that people will get, uh, get growth. I think, uh, you know, everyone knows that you need, you know, content is still king, emperor, queen, the whole caboodle. So it, it is, it's about competing with content and having the best content strategy that works both for your audiences, um, gaining natural links from other sites um, and, and, and for Google. So it, it's, it's really looking at the content tactics which will work in your, in, in your industry. And it's doing old-fashioned things like keyword research and, um, you know, Google's giving more and more data back now since they're not provided. So you've got Google Search Console has improved again this year in terms of the, uh, the search analytics. And many people aren't tapping into that. So I, I, I think you can be a lot more insight-driven in future with your search. We recommend doing gap analyses for your different keywords and, and growing that way. And then you using, you know, the, the, the techniques that someone like um, Backlinko, Brian Dean, recommends, uh, it's it's just winning in your sector by learning what works best. He talks about this skyscraper technique where you look at what what's effective in Google right now um, and, and making that work. I think a specific technique I'd, I'd recommend the guys listening in if they haven't looked at this is... Um, I don't know whether you know the uh, the Moz uh, features. Uh, they do the Mozcast, which about is what the features in the SERPs that actually drive traffic. And what we found, if you can get featured in the quick answers or the questions, which are based on Google's machine learning, then that gives you much better positioning in the in in the SERPs, and it drives more 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 traffic. So that's one specific tactic that will work well in the future. And the other one I would mention is AMP, these accelerated mobile project pages. So we implemented those back in August and, you know, we've 
we're business to business, so we only get like 10, 15% of our traffic through smartphone. But within launching those, we we found we're getting, I think it's about, well, in that period, maybe 100,000 visits from these AMP pages. So it's they're, they're going to be a lot more important, um, but they're mm-hmm. mainly for publishers. So that that's one for guys listening in to keep an eye on in their industry. Did you see, if you any, start seeing more did you see any correlation with your desktop search at all? Or no, I mean that's that's working really well for us as well. And I, but but you can't really look at core cause and effect. Uh, mm. I, I think it's actually given us problems because with AMP it's quite a minimalist page that Google's serving. And initially we just didn't have the CPH CTAs, the call to action there, and we weren't getting the uh, the conversions that we've seen before so it it's it's a challenge as well as a, a good technique to look at well, i want to ask you about some of your favorite marketing tools particularly uh-huh. some, any sort of new ones that you've encountered and mm-hmm. are enjoying um for pop-ups for your amps what are what are your what are you using what are you liking at the moment yeah yeah well, we're on the um we're on the, the wordpress platform as i said and that will you know, that'll give you AAMPs. A- a- we actually will hand code something like 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 pop-ups because you can end up spending a fortune on the tools. Um, I mean, there's Sumo and Me, perhaps, is uh, a free tool. We actually use HelloBar still, which a lot of small businesses use for um, highlighting calls to action. Um, work, works really well. Um, so that, that, those are neat. As, as I've said, we're big into doing these structured tests on a regular basis. So we use convert.com. For that, and another tool I haven't mentioned is Hotjar, which allows you to get feedback from visitors to the site, run heat maps. So it's a sort of all-in-one um, tool for getting uh, customer feedback. It doesn't do the A/B testing, though, but it's quite it's 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 good value. So it's it's worth looking at. Um, then apart from that, of course, it's the the, the main tools we use are around um, marketing automation. We use Pardot. Um, Social media, we use Hootsuite, so no surprises, uh, no, no, no surprises there. One one tool we have used for, for anyone who's got a team of maybe five or more, we've we've adopted Slack this year as a way of sharing content and managing our marketing, and it's it, it's awesome. So anyone who hasn't looked at, at Slack as a team collaboration tool, I'd uh, re- really recommend that. Anything you can do to get rid of emails, <laughs> I hear. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I've just got a couple of couple of quick questions left for you. Um, this one, I mean, if you, I, I want to ask you this because you've been in the industry for so long, and if you had to be honest, what frustrates you most about what marketers are doing or aren't doing, or if you don't, if you don't target marketers, what are marketers or businesses doing? in 2016 that frustrates you yeah 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 it, it is a, a a frustration it's uh, i sound a bit like a broken record but it's it's like this chasing the shiny objects everyone likes new because they're always asked by their colleagues or you know what's new and they want to see the the growth but it's just getting the the fundamentals right that we've that we've talked about so i've i i've I, i've mentioned that one before and i think uh, part of that is not using data or not having the skills um, in in analytics to to do that, and I think that's a great opportunity for individuals to learn those skills to do the Google Analytics Academy, or if you're an agency or a consultant, make that part of your point of difference because so many agencies don't really use Google Analytics to to drive drive performance. It's almost like they're 
they're worried that using GA or some other analytics tool is going to show a weakness in their design or their creative rather than a, an opportunity for ongoing um, ongoing improvement. So here in the UK, we've got some specialist agencies who just work on CRO and, and they've got some quite interesting business models where uh, it's that, you know, it's pay for performance. So they'll take a share of the uh, the increment that they that they get. So I, I think the thing that surprised me and I just don't understand is why people don't take CRO seriously enough. Um, it's, it's hard, I guess, is, is the obvious thing. But that, 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 that's the one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a sexy Snapchat, but you're right. There's a lot of gains to be made. And I, and I uh-huh. definitely, I must be a virtual disciple of yours because one of my favorite slides in my presentation is Gollum holding a ring and it says, don't chase <laughs> shiny objects. Um, right, cool. I've got two more questions for you, just really quickly. If someone wants to brush up on their digital marketing prowess, and you know, say they're uh-huh. they're, they're fairly beginner and they've got a basic grasp of marketing, but you know, maybe not digital, can you share a mini roadmap consisting of you know a couple of steps that they could venture on, including, of course, your own resource mm-hmm. smart insights? Yeah, it's it's understanding how it all fits together, re- really, and knowing where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. Where should you, where should you start? Um, so, well, one thing I'd recommend, I mean, with Smart Insights, of course, we'll step people through the whole journey, depending whether they're a small business or a large business. Our, our getting started guide for our members will, you know, we'll go through creating the strategy and then focusing on the um, the individual tactics but one um, technique I found quite cool as a the way to get sort of instant results is to have a look at something called the marketing bullseye framework um, and it's from a guy who's written a book called I think it's Gabe Weinberg if you google the book traction anyway he's he's talked about how you get the most cut through the quickest through using digital um, media channels so I, I think the um, the trick is always for your sector working out the the one the combination of channels that's going to give you the biggest um, input. Not everyone can, can succeed from SEO out of the gate. So often it's like, well, how can we make our social media and content marketing work for us? So I think I would say, you know, if you're a small medium business and you don't want to create a large marketing plan, just create a content plan because the content marketing plan will fuel your SEO, your social media, your customer engagement, your your brand. It's a way of bringing all the channels together and then mapping out through the life cycle what's the best content for person, people as they get to know you better. Um, so we, we're starting this year to talk about Bofu, Tofu, um, so top of funnel content, middle of funnel content, bottom of funnel content. That that would be a a place I would say people should should start and then think about how they can use personalization on the website or email marketing automation to deliver that content to people to get the results you want all, all, all the way through. So that that's the way I would look at it. Take a a content focused approach where you're you're focusing on your your customer, you know, your your primary persona. The, the two or three groups of, of uh, audiences you're really targeting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, get onto your content and let that fuel the fire. Like it. Exactly. So someone who's such a custodian of, of knowledge in the digital marketing industry, how does um, 
Dave Chaffee learn? Like, how do you stay on the cutting edge of digital on a day-to-day basis? Do you have a learning plan? Do you have a process? <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Um, I used to be a big fan of Twitter for staying up to date and having the lists coming in um, that way. But these days, to be honest, it's what what you really need. I think you need to work it out for yourself um, because whenever Google or Facebook makes a change we, we we publish alerts on what we see are the major changes and what you see is this echo chamber of the web and a lot of people will just publish exactly what google or facebook have said and just sort of parrot it back and they're not adding any value so what we do is saying well okay this is what they're saying let's read between the lines let's you know let let's test some of these things so for for, for me there isn't one um source you should use other than looking at the main uh the main channels and then just just testing and and and, and trying them out for your, your yourself i think apart from smart insights i i most newsletters i just send to a um an address i don't read because i've got <laughs> the the feedly coming in from google and facebook and that that's the way we keep on top so if if people don't know feedly as a feed reader then that's that's a good way to see the voice of the crowd where the important stories will bubble to the top on on there but we do use marketing land um as as a way of they pick out the top stories uh, as as well so i think it's worth getting there daily email for anyone who, who who doesn't they've got a good coverage love it love it thank you dave for your time really appreciate it and i implore everyone to check out smart insights i know there's a free basic membership and starts from around 50 dollars. so definitely great value i don't know exactly. if you want to add anything to that at all no no that's fine thanks it's been really uh, good to uh, to hear how it's helped you on your on your journey and we we hear this uh this, this this all the time from our members coming back so yeah check us out if you've got any questions you have a community on site get answers it's called so do get in touch or uh, i'm i'm on linkedin as as well so for anyone who wants to get my updates uh, linkedin would be uh, a good option but yeah thanks so much for the questions it's been really good to uh, to look forwards and, and back uh, across 2016 as well Awesome, awesome. I'll share all those those links in the show notes in your LinkedIn as well. And and thank you for accepting it, by the way, and not rejecting it. So it's very nice. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dave That's Chaffee. a pleasure. All, all the best for 2017, everyone. And you, Moby. Thank you. And you. Thanks, Dave. Cheers. Bye. You may not realize how surreal that was for me. The thing is, I wasn't consciously starstruck going into this. But at one point, whilst I was listening to Dave, I thought, wow, how amazing. I'm listening to the man who unknowingly put me on the right strategic path many, many years ago. So big thank you, Dave. We appreciate your time and everything you do for the community. Seriously, take heed, guys. You need a digital marketing strategy. Before you chase shiny objects and get distracted by all the shiny objects people are talking about in 2017, you really need to get some direction. You need to get the basics right. And I love how Dave forces us to not get too excited by forcing the question, is this going to transform my revenue? Where is this on the list of my priorities? Do you have your messaging and your value proposition sorted? In fact, we see this with a lot of our own clients as well, in the very early going at least anyway, really lacking that sense of direction, that strategy, those sense of priorities as well. If you really have no idea on how to create one, definitely check out Dave Chaffee's Smart Insights. He's got a number of resources and templates. You can check them out and I know there's a number of free sort of infographic step-by-step templates you can find as well. Now, Dave spoke about using Hotjar to do conversion rate optimization. 
which really is a big topic in its own right. And I'm planning on doing a show on conversion rate optimization or CRO in Jan. So tune in for that one. The idea, of course, is to increase the conversion rate of people who are already visiting you. And quite simply, not enough people are doing that. They jump straight to, oh, our website's broken. We need a new one or we need a redesign. That might not be the case. You might do well with some CRO. Definitely check out the show notes. I think I counted about 16 or 17 really good links and resources Dave shared. And you should check out especially a link to his already very popular digital marketing megatrends for 2017. Great article. Thanks again for tuning in. You know where to reach me at Moby Sadiq on Twitter. And until next time, hope you have a fantastic day ahead. And I'll catch you again for another episode of Inbound Buzz. Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound, and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.